0: There are 10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 8, 2, 1, 0. Lift off. Lift off. Lift off. <laughs> Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. While the scientists were in Washington, D.C., pondering over the UFOs, the UFOs weren't just sitting idly by waiting to find out what they were. They were out doing a little lobbying for the cause, keeping the interest stirred up. This, again, not necessarily the final chapter of the book, The Report of Unidentified Flying Objects by Edward J. Ruppelt, but not really the final chapter. Welcome, Dr. Bill. What's Hello.
1: Happening? Hey, nothing hey. much. Well, we are at the final chapter of the first edition of RuPelt's Book, the report. And yet,
0: not actually the final chapter.
1: Yeah, and um, this chapter is, 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 the final is chapter I mean, was it, called it, What it, Are UFOs? Yeah. Yeah. And the edition I have has an additional three chapters.
0: Which were put in after repelled passed, yes. correct? Or yeah. So it and um, it's weird. Don't you find that unusual?
1: It's very unusual, and I was having, um, I having trouble sort of finding any information on this. And I found um, previously that I was looking at, on the internet, the only thing I could find out is that the, like, the copy of the book I have is a Book of the Month Club book that came out in 1966. And so I was saying previously that the you know additional chapters were added in 1966 after Ruppelt had died. And then I don't, uh, I was looking at this last chapter, and I reread the last chapter, and I said, well, I'm going to go look at the Wikipedia article. So one of the fun things about Wikipedia is you can look at past edits of the articles. And I looked back, and if you look in the editing thing, you can see where text had been added and text had been removed. And a couple times in the past, People have added this comment, which is deleted from Wikipedia. And it's, it said that the 1960 there was an expanded edition published, and I put that as a question mark. That was the second edition was believed to be demanded from the United States Air Force as the book may have been problematic for the Air Force, and he was pressured by his employer to add the additional chapters. And
0: Ruppelt, what, what was his employer? Was at that he time, airport?
1: he worked for Northrop. Airport? It looks like he worked for Northrop Aircraft Company okay. in LA. He's actually buried. I was doing a little more research. He's actually buried in uh, Orange County.
0: Oh no kidding!
1: Yeah. So he, um, yeah, I was looking up his 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 uh, sort of life that you can find on there, and he Where does. Where was he born? He What's was born in Iowa. Iowa, like Captain
0: Kirk, yeah. just like Captain wow. Kirk. Captain Kirk was Captain Kirk was yes. Captain Kirk
1: was. <laughs> was born in Iowa, of course. That's
0: right. You know that's. I remember that from the movie when he stole his stepdad's Corvette. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that was so badass. <laughs> and
1: and managed to find a massive canyon to drive it into in oh, Iowa, Iowa, which was flat as a tabletop as far as the eye can see.
0: You know what was noteworthy on that scene? What was the size of his shoes. Did he have they big feet? These gigantic feet as he's scrambling not to go off the edge of the.
1: <laughs> Maybe they couldn't find the, uh, find uh, shoes small enough to fit the kid. Uh,
0: they were boot. They were like these boots, and I'm like, man, that kid's got the biggest feet. You know. It's like- yeah. Bizarre.
1: I'll have to check that out. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's that's a great movie. I was going to... Oh yeah, watch it I may have to watch
1: it again, yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it. I've seen it several times. Yeah, it was a great, great movie. And then they lost their minds with the rest of the movies.
0: Yeah, it wasn't too, the last. <laughs> la- they got worse as they went along. Yeah, but I mean, they were still good. But they were, were nothing beats the first one. I think only because it was fresh and yeah, had new car, had new car smell. Yep. So yep. What, what are you going to
1: do? Well, the guy I can't remember his name that was in charge of that. He's also in charge of the new Star Trek stuff. He uh he after the second movie or some people were criticizing it and he was really like lost his mind over the criticism.
0: Oh really? Because oh. Abrams did the first one, didn't
1: it? Yeah, but his oh. his one of his guys has taken over the rest of the stuff, and this guy was yeah. like the showrunner or something, and he just he lost his mind on Twitter when people were criticizing it. It says, "Wow, oh, I'm the one that's running the show. Uh, you just shut up or something."
0: Oh wow!
1: Yeah, it was really oh, nice. really really adult um, instead of taking it seriously and saying hey you know you know think it through and make some money instead of killing the uh, killing the shows killing the franchise used to be yeah, a, the last, you know. yeah it used to be there was a saying in in uh, Paramount with Star Trek and they would say don't f the franchise so <laughs> Or don't f yeah. with the franchise or whatever. They said keep it because that's that's how they were making their money. And now they look like they're really working hard to do something. I'm not sure what.
0: Yeah, the uh, you remember the first motion picture Star Trek, the motion picture when it first came out, how bad. It sucked.
1: Oh, I mean, it was I, I rewatched it a while ago. It's not as bad as it first was, but it was lame. <laughs> Beejer, Beejer teacher. <laughs> and that was like a remake of an old episode.
0: Yeah, it was that episode where they, they pulled this thing out of space They combined with some alien entity. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, only this time was God. And so, Rod- you know.
1: Roddenberry was really involved in that movie, and then um, after that, the guy that took it over had no money, and he did Wrath of Khan. Which was great.
0: Which was actually great. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those stories where, well, one of those rare instances where the next one was you
1: know better, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the Roddenberry was, was out.
0: One, was it Wrath of Khan four? Was it what was the second one? What
1: Wrath of Khan. It was the the motion picture Star Trek, the motion picture, and then the next one was the Wrath of Khan.
0: Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay, but well, he was really good.
1: Yeah, and they they <laughs> had the, the but they didn't have as big a budget, and the guy was uh, you know, and the guy just knocked it out of the park. That took well, it that's over. That's the
0: one when we saw when we went. And st- Steve and I went and saw uh, Shatner at uh, Mondavi Center in Davis. That's the movie they they showed the movie. Part of the deal was they showed the gigantic movie on yeah. And oh, they that's nice. About it, that's nice. You know, it was pretty. Although I've seen, I paid a pile of money for that for us and uh, the. Uh, <laughs> that's I've seen this movie a hundred times. I, <laughs> I'm paying this massive amount of money yes. to see a movie that I've seen. You know that i almost can recite the dialogue
1: but you got to touch yeah. you got to touch shatner i
0: got to t- i touch shatner and i have video and i have a photograph to prove it
1: and they told they said. told you not to touch him and, you, know, and did, you touched him
0: i did anyway because he's my father yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah i mean you guys look like twins in that photograph <laughs> Crazy.
0: Yeah, I know he has to do a DNA. Well, it's too late. I've already found my real father. So that's right. Too and late, Bill.
1: And you're going to go meet your sister coming up.
0: Yep, it's coming up. We're doing. Uh, we're going out uh, this week, so should be should be a good time. Yeah,
1: I was yeah. look. I was looking at uh, Rupelt's background on Wikipedia, and uh, he has. Uh, he he joined the Army Air Corps in 1942 as a bombardier. He's got five battle stars, two theater combat ribbons, three air medals, and two Distinguished Flying Crosses. Your dad has nine battle stars. If I
0: <laughs>
1: yes, and my dad has seven battle stars. So your your dad beat my dad in battle stars.
0: And what we do, and, and well, you we, know, so you're supposed to be more heroic than you.
1: Yeah, well, World
0: War yeah, World War Two was the last. And so, a Marine that I work with yesterday, and, well, I work with, and yesterday we were talking about. I don't know what brought it up. He goes, "Yeah, World War Two was the last. It was like the last war that you know that the the last the, great war as far as our participation." Our, yeah, our, our yeah. participation—the way we zealously, you know, participated, you know, and now, you know, it's a little different, you know, and I, and I think it's be, you know, I don't want to get all political, but you know, it's he, just because we don't, you know, we're we wondering what we knew, we kind of knew why in World War II we were doing the things we were doing, but yeah, it was now okay, we're kind of like, why are we doing this? Well. <laughs>
1: Well, like, World uh, War I and World War II was all about capturing territory and holding it. And yeah. um, that's. But we didn't
0: want to get overrun by the Nazis.
1: Yeah. And then <laughs> the. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the. So we, we just went back and pushed back. So. But that, that was yeah. defined goals. You had defined goals. You, you captured territory and you held it and returned it to something. I mean, Germany was returned to, you know, Germany. So I don't know. You can? Can you say we won World War II if we didn't keep keep the land that we captured? Yeah. We were war. Yeah. We were war um, stoppers. We, yeah. We ended wars. We didn't win wars.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that we're the we're the, <laughs> we're the world police. Yeah. We well, not to do
1: not so much. It looks like anymore. There was this video of um, the a Russian. Dis- the Russians post the Russians posted this on. The on something. And it was the Russians chasing a US destroyer out of their territory or it was getting close or something. And our destroyer looked like crap. It had rust all over the place. And uh I was like, what are they doing? It's like Yeah, this was a destroyer and on duty destroyer and it was all rusted. And it was like and it was comments on the article I said was people were commenting about the rust. And I can remember um I don't know, there was some guy that used to be a seaman in, in in the navy, and he was a deck deckhand. And he's I can't remember where I met this guy. And he says, he says, oh, they, they had you. You were either scraping it or painting it when he was a deckhand.
0: <laughs>
1: now what I think they do is Not they don't anymore. No, they what they do is they pull into port, and then they um, have contractors come in and do that work. So. They don't do it, doesn't look like they do any deck maintenance when they're out at sea. And well,
0: it's amazing how bad it got though. Oh, and you
1: know look, this sh- the ship looked like a garbage scow rolling around being chased well, off by the Russians. This is what our navy the, looks like.
0: The salt is bad. I yeah, mean, you know, yeah, it's just, I mean, I do. It's funny because now salt pools are the big thing, mm-hmm. you know, or a big thing, do you not know, the big thing, and mm-hmm. I've got one too. But if you have railings, you know, and things aren't properly grounded, and you know, it oh, it eats them. Just just eats them. Yeah, you know. I'm amazed at the equipment. I'm not going to knock on wood, the equipment failure, but um, yeah, it'll it'll it's hard on, it's hard on pool, I don't want to say pool equipment, but it's hard on railings and stuff. Seems to be working pretty good.
1: Well, maybe they should transfer that technology to the U.S. Navy.
0: Yeah, I know. You just
1: Maybe the alien the technology salt. was just transferred into the pool industry
0: The salt by mistake. The, yeah, the salt water that is in the ocean is a lot more potent than yeah, you yeah. have in your pool. Yeah, but My dog drinks his freaking water all the time. I have that <laughs> combo lead. Uh-huh. And he's always drinking. Max is always drinking the water.
1: And he's always thirsty. And he can't yeah. figure out why.
0: Yeah, he's all, he's always drinking the water. And we went to the vet one day or something, and we mentioned to her that he did that. We because I'm like, is that going to kill him? Uh huh. And she says, no, not the stuff you have in your pool. He'd have to drink a, a really pile of it for it to make him sick.
1: But yeah. So, but he's always thirsty. You
0: know?
1: <coughs> yeah. But yeah, did you? I I watched the uh, Space Alien Baby show that you told me to watch. What was that? American now horror. Have- American oh, horror. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, how'd you like that? The newest one came on last
1: night. Yeah, I watched it last night. how do you like um, it? It's not bad. I liked it. Uh, it was funny at the end because it's like the hybrid human baby. They're going, now the hybrid human babies are going to save the planet from you. And I, I just wanted to go, okay, so you came here, your planet is destroyed, and you're going to come here and you're going to get rid of us and save our planet. What I want to know is... What's wrong and what happened to your planet and how come you weren't yeah. able to save it?
0: Well, they figured all that out, Bill. You know, they've, they've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But they're, they're leaving gonna their do, they're yeah. not going to make the same mistake twice, right? Oh, I mean, so they, yeah, they
1: they wrecked it and then they're just and we know how not to wreck the next planet. Yeah,
0: I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but um Oh, who yeah. cares? Oh, and but yeah, they blow up. They just explode people's heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that <laughs> they was over. Make the...
0: you not feel pain that or was... blow your head up.
1: That was over <laughs> the top. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one. She's got that. She's got that one big ass bulging eye. Like uh, she's a. Yeah, was I... a failed part of the experiment. Well, this would be quite work, but. It's mostly okay, except for this gigantic
1: gigantic eye. <laughs> so all we want to do is have a baby with two gigantic eyes instead of just one. Yeah, it yeah, was she's uh, got like
0: one regular eye and one like alien bulging alien eye.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I liked it though. It was good. I love the the portrayals. They did a good job. Of I liked it. I liked the transitions from past to the past to the future. I like the. You know, they had Nixon and Eisenhower, and they had Kissinger, who's a reptilian, of which we... A,
0: he really is a reptilian. He, he
1: is. Uh, that is actually, that's a known fact, apparently, that he is a reptilian. So, he's I a mean, reptilian. Yeah, yeah they, my, they portrayed that correctly.
0: My sister-in-law really is dying to do the reptilian episode.
1: Yeah, well, she should talk about Kissinger. I mean, he, he's definitely yeah. one. They showed it There's in this video. Way. This video, I think this movie was a secret way of transmitting letting out
0: what's really happening yes yeah, absolutely
1: <laughs> exactly exactly
0: i mean there's no ship it's just kind of we're in you know we're in area 51 and you know, yeah yeah it's just true to what we've always known to be yeah true.
1: yeah they it's just they're just prepping the population to um to experience this the true yeah. knowledge true secret knowledge
0: well, when this first came about, Brandon brought it to me. Goes, we have to watch. We were going to watch it together, but we never did. But um, he it was portrayed kind of because he's into the aquatic ape not uh, aquatic ape slash um, the mermaid humanoid theory. You know, okay, that okay. they're yeah, still I, around.
1: Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't didn't see that episode. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I didn't. I, but, okay.
0: You to you didn't listen to our aquatic ape episode. No, no, I didn't. Sorry. So there's a mermaids. The yeah, I know mermaids. <laughs> the was the um, mermaids was what started this. It was the uh, and it was one of those doc they portrayed as a doc. It's a docu drama. Uh-huh. So you know because they show the mermaid washed up on the shore dead, and they say mermaids. It's just like a person with a the face was kind of like a. Alienish, yeah, you know, looking face, you know, in an upper torso that's regular, and then with the nice fin in the back. <laughs> okay, but the mermaid is called Mermaids uh, something, and there was a, there was a sequel also. But he was fascinated. We watched that together years ago, and he's ever since then he's been fascinated with it. And you know, it's and allegedly. I, I think what it was. I was talking to you know my family member then about. Uh, because I think this came about because of the whales being, you know, with the new sonar technology mm-hmm. that basically can kill whales. I mean, if it, on a, if they ping it, it's it's so harsh that it actually destroys the flesh of the whale. Ooh, you know, did, Were you aware of that? No, yeah, it's it's that, Well, allegedly. Okay, okay. That, and that's and so NOAA is
1: um, national. A- Atmospheric and oceanatic. Oceanatic and atmospheric, atmospheric or something. Yeah.
0: You know, and they're, you know, getting involved in, um, you know, trying to figure out why. But so this, so then now this is a thing with these mermaids. That the, the uh, there's a, so they're trying to make it so that the mermaids are getting hurt by the sonar, you know, instead of whales. Because I guess people don't care about whales. Okay. So like, yeah, I don't really care. So nobody, well, I don't want to say nobody, but a great deal of, the majority of people don't really think about whales being harmed by this. Let's yeah. put it that way.
1: I've, um, I've, eaten, oh, they, I've eaten whale meat.
0: Have you eaten? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, does it, it, it taste like chicken?
1: No, no.
0: Uh You're fishy?
1: <laughs> no, it's it's like a, I guess it's a combination of um, cross between beef and alligator
0: You've, you, know, you've eaten alligator too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, Is it on the menu in Florida? Like,
1: it is locally. Yeah, you'll you'll you can get it where you're going. You'll find it if you go out to dinner. Just they might have. Uh, it's mostly an appetizer.
0: Yeah. Is it what's it tastes like? Uh, as safe as whale.
1: Well, you know, everybody says it tastes like chicken. It's 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 closer to. It's like frogs, frog legs, frog legs is. It's got a distinct. Amphibian flavor to it, and
0: um,
1: they'll, they'll yeah, amphibian flavor. They'll uh, they'll fry it. They probably fry it. So it's I mean it's it's okay. I mean it's not something that you're gonna crave afterwards. It's a, it's edible. It's good. But whale is uh, whale wasn't bad. There was a restaurant in Iceland that uh, little dockside, tiny little place. You you go in there and you can order up some whale meat. And there's a guy out front that will hand you a pamphlet telling you why eating whales is bad. So, oh, that's. But but that's... we just wanted we wanted to try it, so we went in there, and, and you get these. It's little pieces. You get a little tiny pieces, and you get basically you just sample it. So it's not a big deal.
0: So you just went, laughed at the guy as you walk by. And walked
1: no, we got his. Uh, I took his pamphlet and read it while I was eating whale meat. So.
0: It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> effective. So. And you'll probably go back and eat some more whale meat. Uh, if I went back,
1: I probably would, yeah, just to do it. I mean, it's it's. I mean, you're you're on this island in the middle of the North Atlantic, and um, it's bleak and it's sort of cold and um, and what else? It fits eating eating whale meat. Sort of fits the ambiance of the island.
0: So, tell me, okay, so I'm gonna change the subject, but yet yeah, still in Florida. Yeah, Joe Rogan told me this week, and I didn't. Really, real, and I don't know. Maybe you would probably know about this. The ever, the anacondas in the Everglades. Yes. Have have eaten everything, and it, all that's left is the right. alligator. Pretty much, birds, you know, everything. <laughs>
1: I don't know about that. They do have a hunting season for these for them, but yeah, it. I know it's a problem. I don't know how big the problem is.
0: That they've eaten so much of the mam—they've eaten all the mammals, so all that's left is the alligators and them. And then now they're starting to eat the alligators. So probably the alligators are eating them, well, you know, I guess.
1: and I think an alligator's yeah. well the alligator is going to be tough to eat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, In a small alligator, maybe a baby alligator.
1: They—they're. Um, I think they were. They have a hunting season for them, and I can't remember if there's a bounty. There might be a bounty on them too. Uh yeah, they really? pull, they pulled some real monsters out of the out of the episode. Yeah, there was
0: like he was saying it was some huge ass, <laughs> gigantic. yeah, gigantic. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, you know that thing will kill you. Yeah,
1: they're you know? they're slow though. The thing is, is like in the old movies, they'll have the anaconda like fall and um, wrap around the human. They're
0: immediately they're, wrap itself. Yeah, around they're yeah
1: they're, they're, they're not that they're not that fast. And they're By the not poisonous. You realize
0: there's a snake there, and you are they poisonous too?
1: No, I don't think so. The there is no. there's plenty of poisonous snakes in Florida, and I'm surprised that they're not uh, dealing with the anacondas in the swamp.
0: Have you found any snakes on your property?
1: No, just the black racers, and uh, there was a rat snake somehow got in the house.
0: Oh, that's special.
1: Yeah, I have no idea how it got in, but it was like in this room where I'm here now, and. Uh, the cats were, like, sitting there. We have these storage bins, like, sitting there looking at the storage bins.
0: Yeah. Something's in there.
1: Yeah, and then both of them, both of them were just, like, sitting there waiting and looking. And I'm, like, and they're, like, there for a long time. I'm going, what's going on? So I started moving stuff out of the way, and there was a rat snake it had gotten in a house somehow. And so I, I grabbed it, and I threw it outside. Um, it's because yeah,
0: they're... You want
1: to you don't want to kill that no it's kills. it's harmless I don't know how it we must have left the door ajar and it just crawled in one day and and we just yeah. never saw it but the, yeah the cats will the cats will the cats are right on it um yeah you remember I, was te- I, was, I was telling somebody I said oh my god I, um I had a rat snake in the house and this person goes you're you have rats in your house I said not with a rat snake and two cats we don't no, yeah, no, you don't
0: have any rodents in your house. No, no, <laughs> no way, do, no way. Do you remember Valley Springs Where we had that rattlesnake got in the uh, got in the cabin um, years ago? That was was I there?
1: Was I there? Did were we ha- there? I don't know. I
0: think, fair, I think your mom and sister and everybody were there.
1: Yeah, like I, I vaguely house. remember. I think we had to run outside, and we had to stay outside while your dad dealt with it, or something.
0: Yeah, shot it. it yeah, that's like what, a, that's right. Uh, he did. He shot it in the house. <laughs> 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 oh my it's god! Not, it was so big, though. It was gigantic. It was so big. It was black. It was black. He goes, yeah, that's a timber rattler.
1: Oh, those are you really know? bad too.
0: Yeah, it's oh yeah, that thing would have killed us. Oh, yeah, because it, it somehow got—I know what we were doing. the same it was like in the it was like in the front room, like right by the front door.
1: Well, and yeah, like, holy oh, shit! It just came in the door, just yeah, started looking just
0: for, Wandered in, you know, yeah. looking for food. Yeah, it saw some children in there, you know. But that thing was—it was easily six feet. Yeah, it was crazy. Thanks. I forgot
1: about that. I can remember being out in the yard, and you know, the big bang when your dad shot the snake <laughs> in the house. Oh god!
0: Or in the cabin. Other Robert Anthony classic
1: episode. Oh god! Yeah, that was a Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool place. You had to run the generator, so you had electricity.
0: Yeah, I remember that? I, I, I drove back there. Not too long ago. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't find it. I think they probably, that place probably got torn down.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: A, well, they moved, they remember they had moved that. It was down closer to the lake.
1: And they moved it up.
0: And for whatever reason, they moved it closer to, I don't know if they thought it was going to flood now. I don't know if they were going to raise the level of the lake. They thought it was going to flood.
1: But they but, just, they just um, like dragged it up the hill or something.
0: Yeah, they dragged it. It wasn't any, <laughs> it wasn't any technical. I wasn't there when they did it. Yeah. I was there one time and it was down there and there was a spring. They had the spring. It was funny. They had the spring and it had the cover on the spring where they got the water. Mm-hmm. And there was a catfish that lived in there. And I remember.
1: I remember they that. Caught
0: it. Yeah. We caught, yeah. I caught the catfish in the, in the, in the creek. That was, yeah. I mean, this is back when, I mean, you probably have this all over in Florida with fish everywhere, but here now it's like, if you see a Creek, you're probably not going to see anything of any size. Yeah. Yeah. But I caught the catfish. My dad's like, "Yeah, just throw it, throw it in the spring." It's like, "Okay, hey, we drink that water. Ah, it's fine." Yeah, you know, because the spring—it's always flowing. Yeah, just, the yeah. cover was just them drilling down to the spring, and they putting a cover on it. It wasn't even very—you could almost put your hand in the water. It was bizarre. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah. I, I miss the uh, old gold country stuff like that. Yeah, we went to yeah, good times.
0: I, I love that area. Oh, I do too. It's amazing.
1: And I went there when I was visiting last time, and Steve took me up to one of his houses, and uh, I got out of the car, and the way the the smell of the yeah yeah it just hit me, and I was like, oh my god, I miss this.
0: Yeah, it's the clear, the smell, the texture, the air,
1: the light, the, the you know everything. It's yeah. like it's like it's like going home.
0: It's God's country. Well, my dad used to say, God's country. This is yeah. God's country.
1: it's going. It was like going home, and I'm going to Steve. Our friend Steve, I'm going, Oh man, I wanna I I love your little house here. I, I love this place. I wanna come here and I would love to come back and buy a place around here. And he goes, Your taxes would go up thirty percent. And I'm like, Thank you for killing the dream.
0: Yeah. Where did what where did, I didn't know he had a house up there? Did he have uh, one in the Uh it's the uh,
1: it's a little it's up in uh I can't remember the town. His his daughter's living in it. One of his daughters.
0: Oh Placerville.
1: Placerville, yeah.
0: Yeah, they, that, yeah, that's, you know, they're building a lot up there now. Uh, it's still the same. It's yeah, still the same. I, I same hope they're not
1: building is. too much.
0: But yeah. Jackson but, is where we went. Jackson, like, as you go down toward uh, the lake where the cabin was, Deb and I went there and antiqued, went into the antique stores and looked at the old stuff. antiquing it Was that the video. alien, Were you
1: with the pictures with the aliens?
0: Yeah, there's a place that does a lot of this gigantic metal art, and that's all they do. They have this, you know, they live on the property. They got a big RV there, and they, somebody welds and paints this. I mean, you can smell the paint. They're still building stuff in this gigantic barn that they have there. But, yeah, the alien yeah, was a little pricey. I think what I say it was a couple grand.
1: Yeah, so yeah. we were kind of like, yeah.
0: yeah. And Debbie's like, really, do you want this in the back? Is this... You want this in the backyard? I mean I go, yeah. <laughs> well, I could put it in the front yard and have charge people take pictures with it. Yeah. You know, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And all your neighbors will be happy.
0: Yeah, they yeah. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> now they won't be happy. Not in this neighborhood. Hey, so so repel. Repel. Well, oh, and ahead.
1: well, you were gonna talk about the you're thinking about a road trip through the um, yeah, like a I UFO think. road trip.
0: Yeah, this is really, as I put this thing together, it starts in a, a Dulce, Dulce, New Mexico. Dulce. Way. Now, now, do you remember the story? Yeah.
1: Okay, I see Dulce. Of, I, of, have the uh, maps. I have uh, the, the maps in front of me. Good
0: old Bill Schneider, who was doing, he worked for a defense contractor. It might have been Bechtel. Remember Bechtel Oil?
1: Bec- Bechtel, remember. Bechtel Bills. Bechtel.
0: That's Bechtel. their motto. The Bechtel family. Bechtel? Yeah, I remember the um, remember up at and uh, that was a side story. Up at Mitch's house when I lived with Mitch, and there was that girl that lived in the boathouse. Yeah, yeah. He was a Bechtel. She was a Bechtel. Yeah, she was. She was. She was a Bechtel.
1: Part of the family. Yeah,
0: Yeah, she had that.
1: What's that? Or she worked for him, or she was part of the family?
0: No, she was part of the family. Yeah,
1: yeah. She had that. She had that uh, ambiance of being very wealthy.
0: Yeah, and it's but what she could party. Whew. Well, uh, anyway, um, uh,
1: when you're that wealthy, you can <laughs> you can afford the party the party favors,
0: <laughs> the party materials. Yeah. Well, Phil Schneider, I mean, he was uh, just uh, to, to start. We're not going to start there. We're going to start in the Tonto National Forest, where I made a phone call yesterday uh, to um, my old neighbor that I live on the same court with up in uh, Cameron Park. Remember the vacuum salesman guy? No. I don't know if you ever met him. No. So, he lives in uh, Arizona. And so Tonto is in by Phoenix. And uh-huh. there's allegedly there's underground uh, alien bases. Uh, we think it's probably mining tunnels or something, but allegedly there's an underground um and it gives a fairly good description of the area that it's in it's it, usually they're in Indian yeah uh well, not indian okay uh, indian. so
1: i i have one of the maps that you've sent me shows area 51 as the first stop
0: yeah and i'm sorry i got the one i pre- <laughs> Well, I got three
1: different. I got yeah. three different maps because uh, you know, every
0: time I send a map, I'm like, oh shit, I put this on. Holy shit, this is right here. Holy shit. So and, then, and then it's weird because everything's in it. To drive it, even with the latest one I had that I didn't print out. Yeah, I had Area Fifty One, which of course we'll be able to go there and eat it. <laughs> but we're not going to be able to go on base, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could always go and can, can look or whatever. We can a, go
0: and look and get some and talk about it. You know, we'll we'll obviously get you know some good recording out of it well
1: one of the tricks yeah. that they do i know that they do at area 51 is there's a place where you can drive up to it and then there's a sign and then they, then there's a path so you can walk up to this hill and look you know from the top of this hill
0: yeah
1: and what they do, do and what they do is that once you're on the top of that hill you're beyond the you're in area 51 so they always have guards sitting over there watching this road and when you get to the top of the hill, they run, net, they rush down, and they chase you off. It's like it's <laughs> That's like a thing. Game, huh? Yeah, it's a game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a game. There was a friend of mine that was uh, from the Eastern Bloc, from Bulgaria, and he said that what the Soviets used to do with the the border from Bulgaria, you would when, if you were leaving in the countryside, in the rural region, mount, mountainous regions, they placed the sign for the border a mile inland from where the border actually was. Right. So people would cross this and then they would relax and then a patrol would come along and usually arrest them. So
0: <laughs> that was shitty.
1: Yeah. That yeah. Is shitty. And that's, that's apparently what they do with the area 51. It's like, it's, I've read about this happening to people numerous times. It's like, you go, you see the sign, you walk up the hill and then the guards rush down and hassle you, I guess. Cause they're just bored out of their minds sitting there.
0: So, so we want to get chased. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know. But they we we'll have know.
0: our alien pro podcast shirts on. We're here on official business.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's just something to be aware of when you're visiting Area 51 and trying to climb a hill and take a peek So that then, Area huh? Go ahead. So Area 51, and then the, the next one would be um, the um, Inotah Reservation in Utah, Southern Utah. Yes. Skywalker. Yeah, Skywalker ran. Skinwalker.
0: But skinwalker. Right next to skinwalker is Snowflake. Snowflake. You know about Snow- yeah. Remember what's about Snowflake?
1: Uh that's uh that is, the Lynch, the, the abduction guys?
0: Yeah, Travis Walton. That's where he lived. That's not where he got abducted, but it's but that's, I think in that area. That's the same well, well that's a he-
1: well the books that we have, that's a big UFO area by um oh, I don't see it. Uh, the UFO, Utah UFO display by Salisbury. That was a big UFO area. So,
0: yeah. And it's, you know, we'll obviously skinwalker. We'll drive snow. So anyway, I'm talking to, and then
1: down uh, to, and then down to Tonto national forest.
0: Yeah, hang on. Hang oh no, on, uh, I see.
1: Snowflake is south of that, so you do Skinwalker.
0: Yeah, I had to redo the map. Yeah. I got a, I got a more current map because I added a couple stops. Yeah, so and no, then snowflake. you do
1: Tonto, which is the underground underground alien bases. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then, but the snowflake has actually. You remember the? Uh, oh, I see. Oh, Skinwalker.
1: The- Skinwalker's over there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's in Arizona.
0: No, you know what? That can't be the same skinwalk.
1: No, it's in Utah. no, no. Is
0: it in Arizona?
1: The D on the map I have shows it in Arizona.
0: Um, yeah, no, I'll have to look. Yeah, Those there's are two skinwalkers.
1: I don't know. Well, we'll have to redo okay. the map. It's going
0: to be, we'll do it. We can do Utah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, so, anyway, my buddy says he goes to Snowflake, and there's an actual, you know, the phone booth where he got dropped off by the UFO? Yeah. In the story. You saw the movie, right? Where he got dropped off and he was naked. And yeah, but the he wasn't. He called his pal.
1: They made it more interesting in the. Um,
0: yeah, he said. Yeah, he said it was. He, didn't, he had clothes on. Yeah, he said in the Rogan interview anyway that he was wasn't naked. Anyway, there's an alien at the uh, at the phone booth. They they put an. Alien, it's it's like a tourist attraction now. Oh, uh, oh so of course, of course it is picture the phone booth. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's snowflake in Snowflake, so we'll visit the Snowflake phone booth.
1: A skinwalker and, ranch uh, is uh Gusher, Utah. I'll
0: have to redo that. It's weird. What it's weird that I put in Skinwalker and I put it right there. That's bizarre. Yeah. I wonder what wonder what Skinwalker that is.
1: It might be another one. It's, it's not an uncommon Yeah. Thing in uh, Native American lore.
0: So it's a, it said the dry... Anyway, so Skinwalker, what's the next one on your, on your
1: Uh list? Skinwalker, and then it's uh, the Apache Reservation.
0: Yeah, then that's the Dulce. Is that the Dulce one? A? Uh,
1: Not a, but y- yes, it looks like it is.
0: So the Reservation, I put Dulce, which is what they... Shown in the uh, Phil Schneider. That's where he was tunneling. Uh-huh. And he worked for, I think he worked for Beckton They have this machine that they use that it's like science fiction where it molt, makes the rock and everything molten and shoves it out the other side of this machine, allegedly. Uh uh-huh. um, You know, so they could drill these gigantic underground bases. You know, and so he said he was drilling down there and he accidentally... Drilled into this alien, that there's an alien base in this mountainous area, and all of a sudden these aliens start pouring out. Huh? And uh, uh, okay. he sh- had a sidearm. I don't know why he had a sidearm. For the uh, aliens? Well, the the so reluctant maybe, crew. Maybe snakes. Reluctant crew. Yeah. Reluctant crew. Maybe the snakes. So they get to shoot out with these things, and then all of a sudden, special forces is there too. But they're right down the road from Los, uh, Los Alamos. So the, the 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 conspiracy goes that there's a tunnel between Los Alamos and this um, forest, uh, the Indian reservation thing. Well, they say the Indian reservation. It's outside Dulce. Uh-huh. They use Dulce as the because that's the only town that they can uh recognize that they reference yeah so these things start pouring out so there's a big shootout and we don't know why special ops is there um but uh there's a shootout 60 people died allegedly huh did you ever see this no
1: no i i I looked it up a little bit when you mentioned it on the to me on text
0: bill schneider's the contractor it blew off a few of his fingers these things have this, we always talk about they don't have ray guns or anything, well they these (laughs) did, they thought in his opinion, they thought that we were attacking, the humans were attacking them, so they shot off his fingers, hit his chest he had scars, he's got his missing fingers, and he works with drilling maybe it's lost in another way, but so they shot his fingers off with his plasma gun or whatever it was and the blast hit his chest. He had scarring on his chest.
1: Yeah, I saw the yeah. picture of his scar. It actually looks like an old heart surgery scar.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, and that's what so it looked he, like. That's what it looked like to me because I saw a picture of him holding his shirt up and showing the scar. So it. And I know yeah, that we, be, we, because I saw an old guy sunning himself at a pool, somewhere in Florida. He had one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and it was pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty nasty. Yeah, was, well, yeah. They gotta
0: open your chest up. You know, they gotta well, cut you open. Yeah, just yeah. It, was, your it was.
1: It was obviously. It was pretty. Uh, pretty. Uh, pretty. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, don't smoke. Yes. Uh, but so he drills into this thing. So sixty humans died. A lot of aliens died. Uh, special ops is there. They said that they're. I don't know why he was really there. We already knew this was there. I don't know what the deal is. But so anyway, that's the long and short of the Dulce thing. It, um, you know, allegedly there's, you know, like, I think this is like, it's almost like the UFO Mecca as I drew out this map. I said, you know, this is where a lot of this, a lot of things happen. Roswell's there. Roswell's in the, that circle, that big circle.
1: Yeah.
0: That's New Mexico. And white sand. Oh, there's you know.
1: there it is. Yeah, that's a big. That's this is a lot of. This is a big area. Because well, the
0: drive drive time's 34 hours. Yeah. The drive time alone. Yeah. So Deb said, "Yeah, you guys will be gone about two weeks." Yeah.
1: <laughs> it probably yeah two weeks sounds about right. So then Los Alamos is there. I did a I did a course uh, in Santa Fe for a month outside of Los Alamos.
0: Oh no way! Did yeah. you go on post?
1: No, I never went to. Other people went there. I was just I was a homebody for the for the course. Those are the same yeah. guys that drove down to. That's the course where the guys drove oh, down to yeah. Roswell. And uh, yeah, it was a great great course. I actually sent my uh, when I when I used to be a professor, I sent two of my <laughs> students to that same course. Um,
0: to Did do. Did they it. go to Roswell?
1: No, they I don't <laughs> think so. One of them. One of them might have actually. Yeah, one of them might have when when she was there. So I don't know. Her, uh, her, her, you had weekends off, and her boyfriend came out. So I vaguely remember they might have done something like that, but I'm not sure. I might be mixing my uh, memories.
0: Yeah, so I mean Roswell's a, you know, it's a difficult. I, I hear it's private now, and you can't get on it. You can't go to the site, but there. Well, other I'd, stories say you can.
1: Well, I, I bet know. you if you go down there and you go to the museum and you talk to somebody. You can arrange to have someone take you out. Yeah, you know, for for the right amount of money. Yeah. So they, it's probably. I bet you they'd have organized trips that do that.
0: Well, there's supposedly a plaque there that the Sci-Fi Channel left. Yeah, it's, like, in
1: okay. it's in the book. It's in the Roswell book, which is over there, which I can't get up and grab. At the back <laughs> of the Roswell book, they put a plaque up at one of the sites. I think it's the debris field site. They put the plaque up.
0: Yeah. So we'll try to check that. We'll go there. We'll try to check that out. You know, so, you know, White Sands is also on there. Well, White Sands, yep. we know we're never going to get on White Sands, but we can go around it.
1: Yep. There's um, also the, um, there's somewhere around there. I've been to it. There's the Nuclear Bomb Museum to go to, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went to that. No,
0: there's, there's a UFO museum down that way by Roswell, too. Yeah, I so mean, it could be, uh, a, Yeah, it's you're looking at, period. you're
1: looking at, uh your wife is right. It's it's a two week it's a two week trip. This is a two week road trip.
0: I gotta tell you the drive's only thirty five hours because you guys I know you two. You'll just be sick around. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> hey that's fine. Yeah, no, that'd that's be great. Though. That'd be great.
1: That'd be great. We that's should do that. Fair. We should definitely do that.
0: I got yeah, Aunt Sally's got that she's got that like sprinter van they pretty new. They've got a thirty five foot motorhome too, but I think it might be too much to go to places
1: no no you know. the motor home motor home motor home. <laughs> all, motor all, home. The, com- motor all home. the
0: comforts of home oh just yeah.
1: to, just to have it just that would be awesome motor home <laughs> and we, we'll, can, we'll make a documentary you know, bring bob and then we'll do bob. robert and we'll we'll do we'll, a documentary
0: we, yeah we'll drive down we can drive down to austin we're not too far from austin well,
1: oh well, that's true. that's a bit of. A, he should meet us, and then we should do yeah. a documentary.
0: Well, we and then I'll get a big, you know, signage on the, you know, one of those big signs put on the Salem Pro podcast on the side of the RV. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, get us some advertising.
1: Yeah, I say yes. <laughs> I I say yes. It'd be, and then you have a have a bunch of T-shirts to sell. Yeah, yeah. I say yes.
0: It's awesome. That It'd is be, awesome.
1: Get have a bunch of swag. You know, have a bunch of swag to give away. Have T-shirts to, or just have have a bunch of swag to give away.
0: Yeah, I've got the I got the cards. I found, I ordered the cards through uh, with the QR code on it. So oh, oh, it on the, the back? No, it's on the front. It's like tiny. It's on the front. Okay, it's got the logo. It's got our logo. It's got the QR on the side that says "Scan me."
1: Yeah, you should. And, uh, uh, did you
0: I'm did you make you some for me that in. says yeah, Doctor Bill? Doctor Bill, I know, so yeah, I should personalize them. You can autograph them when you give them out.
1: Oh, you didn't put anything you know. on them? They're just the thing. Yeah, yeah. send me some.
0: It's just, but it's just. Yeah, I'm gonna send you and Robert. I'm gonna send you a pack because I got like a, a thousand
1: of them. I know yeah. that's yeah. like a minimal order. Now it's ridiculous.
0: It's it was really reasonable though. So they yeah. threw in a they threw in a t shirt and some uh, threw in a t shirt and some refrigerator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the same sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, but the T-shirt was the, I couldn't get the logo because the logo's complex. Oh yeah, for the T-shirt, so I need to get the logo with somebody else maybe because it's but, really self. You gotta make it yourself.
1: Oh, do a, yeah. do a do a black and white version. Get the artist to knock out a like a because yeah. my son just gave me a comic book of uh, oh, it's a Batman comic book the something joke. And we I had another one it's um, it has a I have a version that's colored and he just gave me a book where it's not colored
0: uh, oh really
1: yeah and it looks pretty cool so you should try and do a um, do a, yeah, well, um, a, a black and white black, black and white well, version think the
0: one, our current logo I think killing I think joke
1: the old it's the killing, killing joke, joke is the book and I oh. So it's uh, uh.
0: Well, I'll probably use one of the old logos, maybe the original that we had with oh, the yeah. alien. Yeah. With the mic- that one might be a little less complex. Little, and, uh, little whatever works. Know. Whatever and works. Then, uh, you know, they will. Uh, yeah. Sell T-shirt. Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm serious. Do a road trip. Uh, get a banner for the deeper. side of the side of the van. Get a bunch of swag to give, like keychains or refrigerator magnets or whatever to give to people. And
0: uh, we could put the kinky touch logo on there. Yeah, there you go. And then you just, uh, yeah, yeah, by Kinky Touch.
1: Yeah, and just, uh, just you know, make a big road trip of it. Do a thing, and and uh, yeah,
0: this would be
1: fun. Yeah, yeah, it'd be That'd be awesome.
0: Talk to some people. Yeah, like people say we're insane, but that's okay. We know. That's we all are. right. This so uh, it's the idea is just uh, to have a good time. So it's fine. I think it would be a good time. You yeah. talk, to, yeah. I like to talk a little. People talk some, talk some UFO out there. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, some strangers, we can uh, do some recording, make a few episodes out of it. Yeah, you can bring, bring bring our audience along.
1: <laughs> Probably make twenty episodes out of it. <laughs> cool. So that would be that would be awesome.
0: So, so we're, we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up the book. Well, not wrap up the book. Yeah, we're. Um, I We're. What are UFOs? We
1: the are small? UFOs. The final chapter in uh, well, Rupel's, but yet not book.
0: So um, final chapter. My book. Your book has three more.
1: Yes, and we will. We will get to that. So it looks like we introduce this when it comes around. It looks like as deleted from Wikipedia. And I believe this, that uh, Rupelt was pressured to add three more chapters after this chapter for the next edition of the book, before he died. And he died on September fifteenth, 1960, of a heart attack at 37 years old.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. He was heart attacked.
1: Heart attacked, yeah. And he left two daughters, <laughs> which... Um, um,
0: oh, that's where you said they should go after They uh, should
1: uh, actually... Somebody. They should... I mean... If they want to make goals. money, they should pursue the copyright stuff on his books, and republish and do all that stuff. Because they, um, I mean, it's people are interested. This is the gold standard of UFO reporting. I would say this book would be number one, and then the following books would be um, the Donald Kehoe books. And well, he's he states act- in
0: this he states in this chapter that Kehoe kind of embellishes some of his stuff, but well, still... Yeah, you know, he, there's a lot of good information. I don't disagree. He still has a lot of good information. It's it's,
1: it's the kettle calling the pot black because yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking at I reread the final chapter and he has a description of the um, there's a couple couple incidents that he describes. They're amazing incidents. One of them isn't written up in the Project Blue Book report. I got this. So, I have the, I have the, looking for the header page, I have the status report, the secret status report, Project Blue Book, report number 11, uh, 31 May 1953, and it lists the uh, Luke Air Force Base, Arizona incident, and it's marked on, uh, this happened on March 3rd, 1953, it's listed as unknown, and there's no write-up in the report, but the second Incident that he mentions in this chapter happened at um, Rapid City, South Dakota, five August 1953, and the beginning of the report in the Project Blue Book report number twelve, secret thirty September 1953. One of the things that's interesting is the early um, uh, status reports from Project Blue Book. As with most reports issued by Uh, a military officer used to be signed. So the early ones actually have Ruppelt's signature on it. These ones, there's no signature on them. So they got rid of that requirement. But anyway, this is, Ruppelt wrote, investigated, and wrote this report. And he talks about it in a chapter. He says, since this sighting was a combined air visual, ground visual, air radar, and ground radar report, it was decided that Project Blue Book would send an investigator to the scene, and that was actually Rupelt. Yeah, and he—what um, did he say? Well, I gotta find my spot. Two or three weeks, Lieutenant. Was this
0: after he got out of Blue Book, and it was, uh, he was? He was. This, he was this just is just okay. at the.
1: This is just at the end when he was at, at with Blue Book.
0: Okay, because at the end he was a civilian, and they was still coming back into the office and talking about it with me yeah. because we still had clearance.
1: Yeah. So the first first part of the uh, first part of the um, chapter, he talks about the last two big cases, which is one that's not even writ- written up in the status reports, and this other one in the official status report. This is a three page report that I'm looking at here, and he actually he does. He does embellish. I mean, not bad, but it's written more in a friendly style than the military report style. Yeah. Uh, He says uh, in his book, he goes, The UFOs must have known that I was leaving because the day I found out that officers with my specialty, technical intelligence, were no longer on the critical list and that I could soon get out of the service, they really put on a show. The show they put on is still the best URF." O report in the Air Force files. And he says, uh, I first heard of the sighting about 2 o'clock in the morning of August 13, 1953, when Max Fuchs called me from ATIC a few minutes before the wire had come on, carrying a priority just under that reserved for for flashing the word the U.S. had been attacked. Max had been called over to ATAC by the officer of the day to see the report. And he thought I should see it. I was a little hesitant to get dressed and go out to the base, so I asked Max what he thought about the r- report. His class classic answer will go down in UFO history. He said, Captain, I guess from Louisiana, he goes, Captain? Max said yeah. in his slow, pure, yeah, Captain, yeah. pure Louisiana drawl. You know that for a year I've read every flying saucer report that's come in and that I never really believed in the things that he hesitated and added so fast that I could hardly understand him. But you should read this wire. The speed with which he uttered the last statement was in itself enough to convince me when Max talked fast, something was important. So, oh, and I looked this guy up, uh, Fuchs, who actually, he turned over command of the, uh, which is weird, he turned over command of Project Blue Book to him when he left. Um, Because there was no one else there yeah
0: well which sighting was was that the one with the uh con which i what i did get out of that chapter is one of the ufo sightings had contrails and yeah, that's that was you know, the, that's that, new
1: that was that was the Lubbock. that was the luke air force base
0: yeah in
1: arizona and that one is is fascinating that one's not even written up in the reports
0: yeah, it's, so, um, but which, they couldn't see what was making the Contra. They kept, and it was traveling at 300 miles an hour, which they they were stating that it was a meteor, which that uh, 300 miles an hour is not a meteor. Uh, yeah, I that's, that.
1: Um, that I don't think it was a meteor, but he said, there's something that he said here when I reread this. This is uh, morning Mark, Mach 3 on the morning of March 3rd when the pilot took off in his F-84 for some logging time. Um, he says the description of this is amazing. Uh, Aaron Fuchs went over thoroughly. The, oh, they had a photograph. And if the object was leaving a vapor trail, must be really high, He remembered thinking, because he couldn't see any airplane at the head of it. He altered his course a few degrees to the right so that he could follow the trail and increase his rate of climb. Before long, he could tell that he was gaining on the object or whatever was leaving the vapor trail because he was under the central part of it, but he couldn't still see any object. This was odd, he thought, because vapor trails don't just happen. Something has to leave them. His altimeter ticked off another 12,000 feet, and he was now at 35,000. He kept on climbing, but soon the 84 began to mush. It was as high as it would go. The pilot dropped down a 1,000 feet and continued on. Now he was below the front of the trail, but still no airplane. This bothered him too. Nothing that we ha- have flies over 55,000 feet, except a few experimental airplanes like the D-558 and those of the X-Series. And they don't stray far from Edwards Air Force Base in California. And the X-Series were didn't fly that long. They Their flights were um, I don't know, minutes yeah, long. Yeah, the X-1,
0: the X-5. Almost. Yeah. They'd- the yeah, Ch- Chuck Yeager. Chuck Yeager, yeah. Chuck Yeager, baby. Um, Grass Valley. Go oh, Grass Valley.
1: But he has this great description where it changed shape and stuff.
0: Yeah, and, it, and then it broke off into different pieces.
1: Yeah, like it became... into a triangle. And then broke into two, <laughs> split into two pieces. I'm looking yeah. for that. You yeah, know how much ground he far. covered? Uh, I'm so sorry, it's only 76, blah, blah. Logic blew it Shot in the arm. 300 miles. I didn't know how much gun of Greenway. Needles radio. Oh, here he goes. 84 back. Thinking he had flown. That blinking out the airplane, but still no airplane. Darn high and small. Began getting low on fuel, and this time, so he hauled up the nose of the jet, took 30 feet of gun camera film, and started down. Uh, where's the thing where it changed shape? Rate of climb. Uh, I'm missing it. Anyway, what he saw is that it became triangular, and it split into two. Is what he he saw.
0: Yeah. It split into two pieces. Yep. But it's weird. I think the the what I got out of it, which is weird, contrails. I mean, it's. That's new I mean the ones that are were chasing around that's at a higher altitude the ones that the 2014 gun camera footage that just came to light you know over the last six months
1: yeah yeah they
0: were in lower out alt- I would say lower altitudes right by the water but it it did the same thing I don't know if it was this one or uh, one of the other incidents it he chased it it ran away and then it ended up. Going back to its original position. It's that,
1: that, was the next, right? that was the next um, case. That's the Rapid City, South Dakota on 5 August 1953 that Ruppelt actually investigated himself. And this is actually written up in the status report number twelve.
0: So it it's doing the same thing that it did during the gun the more recent gun camera footage. It's we chase it, it vaporizes like sh- Goes so quickly that they can't see it anymore. Yeah, um, I don't want to say vaporized because it just moves quickly away. And then, you know, they, it's they said in the book. He said in the book that it was almost as though that they had a, a three mile. It was three miles was I think the distance as close. That's as close as they could get to the thing before it automatically sped away. So yeah. they weren't able to get really close to it to get some real good footage, which is, you know, they're more concerned probably about ordnance than they are if they they are. Um, yeah, then they are really seeing them. It's like okay, yeah, they to see us, but I don't want to get shot at. They probably are vulnerable to a certain extent, but we're not even trying to shoot them down. Even today, there's no, there's, there's no command. No orders to shoot them, on you know, or nobody's even approaching that. They're so concerned that, you know, that we're going to have an incident, you know what I mean? Yeah. With, this might be people, oh. you know. So oh, okay. So it.
1: there's, actually, I made a mistake. The, um, the, the loop, there's three reports in this chapter. There's the Luke Air Force in the, uh, in this chapter. What are they? There was the Luke Air Force Base, Arizona, which they put as an unknown. There was the um, Rapid City, South Dakota, which was a fascinating because there's all these visuals. And, he, I mean, he talks about the, the pilot, the World War II pilot who said he was scared. Yeah. When I talked to him, he readily admitted that he had been scared. He'd yeah. met MD-109s, FW-190s, and ME-262s over Germany and he'd met MiG-15s over Korea, but the large, bright, bluish-white light had scared him. He asked the controller if he could break off the intercept. Yeah, because I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm having too much fun. no longer. But the other one, this other one, the very first one, was uh, Moody Air Force Base, round robin, Uh, Lawson, Robbins Air Force Base, and then back to Moody, all in Georgia. This guy, this wasn't even in the status reports, in the Project Blue Book status reports. This wasn't even written up. And this is the one where the guy says he was following this bright light, should be able to climb 30,000 feet, checked his oxygen, increased his RPM, started to climb He was getting above the light and he watched it. He had moved in relationship to the stars. It must be an airplane, he decided. An airplane so far away that he couldn't see its red and green wingtip lights. He decided to get closer. As the needle of the mock meter nudged to the red, he saw that it was getting closer because the light was getting bigger, but still he couldn't see any lights other than the one big white one. Then it wasn't white any longer. It was changing color. In about a two-second cycle, it changed from white to red, then back to white again. It went through this cycle two or three times, and then before he could realize what was going on, he told me, the light changed in shape to a perfect triangle. Then it split into two triangles, one above the other. By this time, he had leveled off and wasn't closing anymore. In a flash, the whole thing was gone. He used the old standard description for a disappearing UFO. It was just like some someone turning off a light. It's there, then it's gone. Tell you, this is a cool. It's got some great descriptions, but I thought it was interesting that that one never made it into the status reports. Yeah. So. Um, yep. Anyway, that's the air visual, air visual ones.
0: All right, uh, All right better wrap it up. But. You
1: want to cu- wrap it up? Well, yeah, we should. We should cover this a little more next time, and we will. Uh, and then we, I guess we can start in on the. The, the three, three chapters that Ruppelt was forced to write shortly before his death.
0: Awesome.
1: Oh, I, got, right. I got one more hey, thing. Go I got one more thing. Okay. So you have a copy of this book, The Flying Saucers and the U.S. Air Force, by the official Air Force story by Lieutenant Colonel Lawrence J. Tacker, who took over Project Blue Book not after right after um, Ruppelt, but I think he was like the guy after the next guy, which was Fields or something. Yeah. and I was just glancing at this and I wanted to just this one little thing that you mentioned um, or maybe not maybe I can't find it I don't
0: think I have
1: that book what? I thought you ordered it uh,
0: that wasn't the one you just
1: gave me this No time. no I'll send you I'll send, send you that one yeah. I'll send you a picture of this it's one but one. there's a description yeah. here that you'll like the history of saucers chapter 2. Even the ancient Romans saw flying saucers, but referred to them as flying shields. In the writings of Julius Obsequians, a 4th century Latin poet, he referred to a phenomena he observed near Rome in the year 100 B.C., described as follows. At sunset, a circular object like a shield was seen to sweep across the sky from west to east. So anyway, this, this stuff may have been going on for a while. Yeah. I'll send you a picture. Well, I'll send you a picture of this book. I thought you got it. I thought you picked it up.
0: I may. Have, go ahead and send me a picture. I mean, I don't.
1: I'll send you a picture. It. All right. I guess that's we've gone over. We've rambled. We've. Um, you're you're off to Florida to meet your sister.
0: I'm off to Florida. I'll be back.
1: Eat some I'll gator. Eat, have eat yourself some gator. Some gator.
0: Eat, eat some boat constrictor. I don't know. Eat some boa um,
1: uh, anaconda. Have a good time. You have will.
0: Time. All right. All right. Thanks for thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to AlienProbePodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on, visit us on Facebook at AlienProbe.net, as well as Instagram, Twitter at Alien Probe Pod. Thanks for joining me, Dr. Bill, once again. Yep. And thank you to our senior producer, Robert Anthony. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.